0: If you look into the distance, there's a house upon the hill Guiding like a lighthouse It's a place where you'll be safe to feel our grace Cause we've all made mistakes If you've lost your way I will leave the light on. What is up guys, this is Harrison Schurtsinger Welcome to Change University Where our curriculum is you It's me, it's all of us It's our shared humanity I believe if we want life to change, we have to change I have to change and you have to change, but which you? It's the question of the day, and that's the question of this show. So you, you think yourself to be. It's who you think you are. It's not who you are. It's just a conversation. That's why we're having one right now. Let's see if we can shift the most important conversation we ever have in our lives. As you know, it's the conversation we have with ourselves. We go to bed with it. We wake up with it, and eventually we act on it. So once we shift it, well, we shift our entire life, and this is The Daily Spark. So we look at one quote, one concept, one question. It's something for us to look through because when we look through a new lens, we see a new life and that's the opportunity we have today. One day at a time, one small little subtle shift and eventually your entire world is different. Before we begin, we do not run ads. We run entirely word of mouth, value exchange, sharing of the show. So if you get something out of today's show, we ask that you share it, send it to a friend and you pay the fee. That is all we ask. That is all we charge that you pay the fee. If you want to pay a little extra, do a little tip, maybe even uh, hit the stars at the bottom. It takes about five seconds. It's all right. We won't ask a bunch, but if you feel so inclined, may you do that as well. Today's spark, it's a powerful one, and it's one I hope you really reflect from, you look through, because we can make a lot of changes. It's a quote by Emerson, and man, is this guy smart. Every time I read him, I go, wow, I have so far to go. He goes, You do not live your life in the mass. You live it in fragments, and from these, the mass emerges. What a truth. How much more digestible are things when we take them in bites, take them in chews, take them in fragments, when we start to splice our day down? And this is really interesting. I encourage you to do this this weekend if you've never done something like this. But maybe you do it on Excel, Google Sheets, whatever it is. But look at a 24 hour day and don't try to make a perfect 24 hour day. Actually, just schedule if you were to have a perfect day, what would the time allocations be? Be like, eh, seven hours of sleep, two hours of reading. Uh, two-hour workout and then I've got, well, I've got this amount of school or this amount of work and then ideally I'm going to probably be eating for mm, maybe an hour. I might be cooking for 20-30 minutes depending on my meal prep. Hopefully I have about one, two, three hours of socializing and then, well, I look at my phone time and Probably have 30 minutes, hour, two hours. I know some people that have seven hours. So I got to put that. And if I started really tracking my bathroom breaks, I'd probably be 15, 20, 30, 15 minutes, 30 minutes. Driving, driving. Okay, that'd probably be about. So the point is you want to really start to put out the time frames of what you think your day consists of. All of it. Put out a day, a dream day. Maybe even if you were like, hey, I wanna start practicing an instrument, so I wanna actually have 30, 40 minutes of of practicing that instrument. I also wanna learn a new language. So ideally, I would be able to budget about an hour to learn that language. And then I also want, so point is try, try that activity. And here's when I did that. I, I was I was encouraged to do this. I did this for the first time. And I always almost want to pose this as a question of what do you think? How many hours do you think my first day, my first ideal day was? How many hours do you think it was? And some people say, yeah probably 25, 26. I said, no, it was 38. I had 38 hours of things I wanted to do and and thought I would have to do, and I wasn't even close to a 24-hour day. That's how disillusioned I was. That's when the fire was really lit under my ass of actually how efficient we have to be in life if we truly want to get done all we want if we want to start putting some of our interests first, if we want to start executing on our dreams and against our goals. But a lot of us are so disillusioned for actually the time it takes, the fragments of life that come together and make this mass. We look at the mass and all of a sudden we go, Oh, I can do it. I've got time. And then I've also got time to somehow sit on my phone and look at Instagram, look at TikTok, look at YouTube, whatever. And, and talk bullshit with my friend, whatever. The point is we're so often disillusioned with time. We don't master these fragments. We don't get clear on how many fragments have we already allocated, and then how efficient do we have to be for the ones we now are in charge of? And I'm t- when I did this exercise, it wasn't like I did it three years ago. I literally did it the last week of 2022, where I thought I was a pretty diligent, disciplined executioner. Like I was—I mean, you've listened to you listen listen to the podcast, right? That was that version of me. Who was planning out this day? Well, I want seven hours of sleep, and I'll probably be meal prep, so it'd be 30 minutes of cooking. i i eat pretty efficient. Like I literally tried to construct a 24-hour day, and I had a 38-hour. Quote unquote, dream day. And I wasn't putting in BS, but that's how disillusioned I was. That's how much I had to cut off. And some of us are not relentless enough with these fragments, with our time allocation, understanding the mass is emerging from the fragments. And so, which fragments are the most important? That's what I want to focus on today, because there are some that if we maximize, if we truly take charge of, it will be a very solid foundation for us to stand on. And I was always taught, if we want to master the day, we must master the rising and setting sun. We have to take a hold of days and not let, whether it be a downward spiral, seep into another day. Sure, I might have a bad moment, but I would be damned if it actually goes into my tomorrow. Why? Because I get to pattern interrupt it right at the the end of the day. I get to reorient, refocus, re-engage, re-evaluate. And then as soon as I wake up, I get to relaunch right into a new day. And so if we master the rising and setting sun, if your morning and evening practices are not crystal clear, if they're not compelling, if they're not empowering, if they're not priming your mind, body, emotion, and soul for the day, I would encourage you, success leaves clues. There are so many people out there who have such great morning routines. I didn't make mine up out of thin air. I've pulled pieces, pulled pieces from so many people that I look up to that I'm inspired by. And so through that, my mind, my heart, my body is primed and ready for the day. I always joke, fourth grade middle school basketball players, they warm up for their game. Why don't you? Why don't you warm up for the day? So morning and evening, if it is not an engagement, refocusing, reorientation strategy, if we don't master those fragments, we're in trouble. Because the rest, they're not just going to fall in line. We are going to force great days. We're going to impose our will on a great day. One of my first, first quotes that I think ever came through me was, a great day is decided, then created, not searched and hoped for. You decide and then create the great day. And so, if we're thinking about a beautiful mass coming from the fragments, I want you first to think, I'm first thinking about in, in evaluating how are my evenings and my mornings. Is there ever a bit of self-sabotage where I snooze the alarm, I stay in bed, I, re, I I misjudge my priorities? I want to start to think about that. But here's the powerful one. Here's the one where I think we go from being average to good to good to great. Here's the one great people are excellent at. And that is these moments of transition, the fragments of transition. Going from one part of your day and not letting that energy seep into the next. Reorienting your mind, refocusing, asking yourself a priming question, maybe getting the heart rate back up, drinking some water, taking a few breaths. I've studied a few people, they would just completely change their clothes. They have some clothes that, I mean, it's like having pajamas and not being consciously anchored to, it's time to sleep, it's time to get rest. Well, some clothes, that's anchored to, it's time to get my energy up, it's time to refocus, it's time to get my mind aligned with my goals. And that's been one of the biggest pivots to my later college self is I'm not going to allow the energy I had at lacrosse practice to go into my days at class. And when I get back from class, I cannot let that irritated, because I'm not a huge school person, I cannot let that version of myself dip in to now the work that I'm passionate about, now the projects that I'm passionate about. I have to be excellent. At those moments of transition, how am I going to now spike my energy and be great for my friends, be great for my family, be great for the projects and goals and dreams and businesses that I have? How am I going to completely break myself off from that old energy and renew myself? Because if we allow ourselves to just drag ourselves through the day and think it's one big clump, one big mass, and we don't see the fragments, again, I, for some reason, always say this line, we're in trouble. We're in trouble. And so can we see the beautiful masterpiece is going to be brushed one stroke at a time. So is this beautiful mass that we're putting together of a life. It's mastered and built and painted and constructed through the fragments. And so I'm cur- I'm encouraging you to look at those two because they're simple. And when we're heading in, we're not heading in. We're in 2023. I want to master those. Rising and setting sun. Rising uh, the, the moon and the sun, we got to master that, right? Beginning and end of the day, we have those owned, we have those mastered, we have those already taken off the table. Those are compelling. Those are pulling me into my, into my dream. But the transitions, I wonder if you can get better at those. I wonder if you can start to get very intentional in the way that you are completely reorienting, refocusing, and engaging in the moment and not allowing anything you've done in the past to influence it because one day you'll you'll get home from a long day of work one day you'll get home from a, a tough practice or a long day at school and and, and you are going to be a weak person you are not going to have an empowered life if you allow that day to completely just run yourself all the way into the bed run yourself all the way into the couch run yourself all the way to the tv there's so much more to life and that's what i believe the invitation always is there's more there's more And so would you, would you accept the invitation to even fight for it, to fight for more by looking at these fragments in a much more intentional fashion to not allow yourself to say, yeah, this, this is the type of life I'm going to live. I'll close the curtain at this moment. No, there's more. So I wonder, are we going to be willing to fight? That's what I want to continually ask myself. When I look at these fragments, are there some that I'm just, I'm just tossing off. I'm just brushing off. Because if I want the mass to come together like I did when I had the 38 hour day, I had this big dream, these big goals, I want to stuff all of this into the day, we will sometimes have to get very relentless with our time, very relentless to where we allocate our attention, very relentless to what we do with these fragments that we are given. And so that's what I encourage you to think about. We do not live our life in a mass. We live it in the fragments. We live it in the moments and a lot of these moments are reoccurring and the ones that we can take charge of, I encourage you. I invite you because I invite myself. Let's take charge of them. Let's be excellent at them. Let's take pride in them. Take pride in your practices. Take pride in the investments of self. This is not high school or middle school anymore where it's, it's time to be shy of being the smart person. No, 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 no. Personal excellence is something to be proud of. So I encourage you to do the same, to truly be proud of what you do and how you invest in yourself. Because it's, I, I truly, it's such a joy for me to walk, walk with you guys. And I feel like I feel you, I feel you fighting alongside of me, stretching and going for more alongside of me. And so I, I, I I, do, I extend the same invitation that I extend to myself. Let's take pride in the personal excellence. Let's take pride in mastering these fragments and start claiming more for ourselves. Because when we are selfish and unselfish times, we can be selfless our entire day. We can start to give a better, better version of self for other people. So that's what I'm thinking about today. I hope you got something out of today's show. If you did, I ask that you share it. I ask that you send it to a friend who you think could use it, or I ask that you implement it into your life. Either or. But pay the fee or pray for me. Either way, I'm praying for you. God bless you, my friend. This is Harrison Scherzinger, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Be powerful, live on purpose. the light on Cause I will leave the light on